Hello everybody, this is Rafal Davidovich. Welcome to the Explorations Podcast. Today is Erev Shabbos Shuva, which means Yom Kippur is right around the corner. Next Tuesday night is Kol Nidre. And I wanted to offer a short thought for you, something to consider as Yom Kippur approaches. Many of us, of course, are familiar with the things that we do not do on Yom Kippur. The main one, of course, is not eating and drinking. And yet, there's something I think that we miss in the observance of fasting on Yom Kippur. And that is the way that it differs from another day on the Jewish calendar, which is Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'Av has many of the same restrictions as Yom Kippur does. Yom Kippur is a combination of being Shabbos, as well as a day where these other activities, such as eating and drinking, are forbidden. However, there is a very important distinction between the five Inuyim, the things that we are not allowed to do because it is the fast day of Yom Kippur, and those same restrictions that apply on Tisha B'Av. And it makes all the difference in the world. It is the difference between mourning and being a malach. You see, when we don't eat on Tisha B'Av, or when we don't wear leather shoes on Tisha B'Av, the idea there is inui as, a, as an expression of mourning, as an expression of sadness. However, on Yom Kippur, it's really not about sadness at all. I know it's difficult sometimes to think of it in this way, especially when people are exhausted and when they actually feel the hunger pangs. However, the expression of the Torah, V'inisem esnaf shoseichem, right, afflict your souls, which is understood as fasting and the other activities that are uh, forbidden on Yom Kippur, is that we are achieving a level in which we do not have to engage in connecting with the physical world the way we do the rest of the year. So I invite all of you, as I invite myself every year before Yom Kippur comes, to think of fasting in that particular way. So that even though a person's stomach might be growling, and even though maybe a person will feel weak when it comes to Yom Kippur afternoon, and even though maybe there will be that unpleasant taste in one's mouth on Yom Kippur when you can't, you know, drink anything to get rid of that taste, I invite you to think of the following uh, idea. Why do you eat? So you say, well, I have to eat in order to survive. That's true. That's the way the human being is built. Just like an animal needs to consume nutrients in order to survive. However, we all understand, all of us who have experienced at least one Yom Kippur of fasting in our lives, that we can go a day without fasting. Is it pleasant? No, I wouldn't call it pleasant. However, a human being, a healthy human being, can survive for a day without fasting. So if you actually make a choice, a choice based on a spiritual reason, a spiritual tradition, not to eat for a day, then what you are saying for the duration of that day is that you refuse to be limited by the mere physical circumstances of what is physically and materially preferable because you have another priority, a higher priority. And because that is a higher priority of being a neshama, of having a soul, 
that higher priority tells the lower, overrides the lower priority of eating. And that is why that itself is so meaningful, even though it sometimes seems just like a nuisance, but it's so meaningful that in halacha we all understand, and I tell this to people, that if a person has the option of going to shul, but the exhaustion of going to shul will mean that he has to break his fast, or staying at home, lying down in bed, and fasting, it would be preferable to fast. Now, that might seem silly, because on the one hand, going to shul, you'll be reading these prayers, you'll be listening to the chazan, you'll be inspired by the familiar nigunim, the familiar tunes of the prayers of Yom Kippur, and staying at home, you're not going to have that. You're just going to be fasting. But there is that value of inui, that value of, tz, of a tzom, of a ta'anis, that is so precious because it tells us that we have a neshama that is more precious than our body. Then when we return to eating on Matzah Yom Kippur and on Sukkot and the rest of the year, it is with that in mind that we eat as an expression of our soul's desire to do the right thing. But at least for one day, we have this very special acknowledgement. I want to wish all of you a good Shabbos and an easy fast.